The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, you guys, it's Anne and Eddie from the Unexplained Realms podcast. And we've got a couple of special guests today. We have the director, or creative director, William here, and a good friend of ours, attorney and abuse survivor, Sue. We we came on, you know, during this season break to do a bonus episode because many of you have been emailing me, got a couple phone calls, and some texts. <laughs> I guess you're not pleased with our break from the season. <laughs> And, you know, with all the rage and, and the emotions high in the country about um, the Gabby Petito case, we decided to come together as a team in the full studio um, to talk about it a little bit. I think we're going to just kind of trace these footsteps and then bring in our guests to chat about the different aspects of this case. So what we know is the couple started out in Blue Point, New York for her brother's graduation. That was June of 2021. And then by July 2nd, they left for their cross-country trip to visit state parks and national forests in hopes of being finished in Oregon by Halloween, which literally coming into the end of this month, they would have been completed with their trip. By July 4th and 5th, they visited Monument Rocks in Scott City, Kansas. July 8th, Colorado Springs, Colorado. This is where the photo of her standing between the wings is taken. I think her father has shared this photo several times. July 10th, they are in Mosca, Colorado at the Great Sand Dunes. July 17th through 19th, Zion National Park in Springfield, Utah. By July 20th, Cedar Breaks National Monument in Bryanhead, Utah. By July 21st through 24th, Bryce Canyon National Park in Tropic, Utah. By July 26th, Mystic Hot Springs in Monroe, Utah. There are photos of them at this location. I remember that beautiful yeah, yeah, there's some cute photos of Gabby in like a tub and and stuff like that. Um, you can find them on her you know her her Instagram, and I think his Instagram is still up and active. Not necessarily active, but it's it's up. July 29th there at the campground in Grand County, Utah. This is the location that you could find via the Dirt app. Um, It's an app that helps people find camping spots in remote locations. July 29th through 31st, they visited Canyonlands National Park and the Mesa Arch in Moab, Utah. There are photos of this as well on their Instagram. I've seen that too. For 12 days after this, they're silent on Instagram. August 10th, Gabby tells Brian's sister Cassie in a text message they are in the Arches, which is referring to the Arches National Park in Moab, Utah. There are Instagram photos for this. I'm, I'm very curious to know what occurred in those 12 days of silence from them, because remember, they are van life across the country and they're very much um wanting their followers to follow their their journeys there so very interesting to know that they kind of went on a 12 day silent period that's very strange. yeah on august 12th around 4 30 p.m 
A 911 call was placed by a third party reporting a domestic issue, a man hitting a woman. Around 4.40, Moab City Police Department respond to the call. Police see the van and attempt to pull it over, but it begins to swerve and hit a curve or curb. The couple is pulled over and detained for questioning. What's really curious about this is that they landed in Moab, Utah, uh, July 29th through 31st. And then they had a 12 day break of silence on Instagram. And then you start seeing and hearing from them again in August, like what, the second week, but they're still in Moab. So basically they've been in Moab for about two weeks now, which is kind of strange, but I mean, maybe that was, maybe they just needed a break, you know? And what's, what's very interesting as well to say is that when the police officer pulled them over, he was not aware of the 911 call that there was a domestic issue between a man and a woman. He pulled them over based on speeding, erratic driving. So he had no knowledge of this call till later on. In the police cam footage of this, Gabby is visibly upset and crying. Brian is calm and speaking to authorities. The couple is separated during their questioning. Officers come to the conclusion that Gabby is the primary aggressor and make a determination to separate the couple for the night. Gabby is sent away in her van and told to take a shower and calm down. While Brian is taken by police and booked into a hotel. On August 13th, Brian posts a photo on Instagram. This would be his last post. Okay, so we're going to pause right here for a minute. Um, some of this is real heavy, so uh, we actually have a special guest that's going to join us. Um, maybe break up some of this monotony. Um, this is my friend Sue. She is an attorney and also a victim of survivor. Survival Sue's of domestic in the house. violence. Everybody say hi. Hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> hey y'all. So you've been like most of everyone in the country following this case. So uh, we all have. <laughs> um, you have a lot to say about the abuse part. So yeah. Um, you know, I think a lot of us have seen the video with um, the police officers when they were pulled over, and I see so many comments from people who just they don't understand. Um, the way that Gabby's acting and why she's acting the way she's acting. And they're saying, well, I think maybe she's the aggressor and they're victim shaming her. Right. And I don't know if you guys have seen the second part of the video ever. Oh, I did. It's a totally different. I think different. the most chilling yeah. part of that video mm -hmm. is where the police officer's talking about um, how the abuse, it escalates mm -hmm. and it gets worse. And unfortunately, most of these women, they don't want to press charges. They don't want to, they don't want right. to get their abuser in trouble. Mm -hmm. And then so at times they end up dead. Okay. And I, even saying it now, I just, I get chills. I also have a past, I mean, right. it's not something we want to talk about, but I right. get it. And no, in that moment, you're, you are afraid, you know how it goes, you know that the abuse will continue. Mm -hmm. So it's just squash this, move on, let's, let's pretend like it didn't happen. Right, and hope that maybe it'll be different like the next day, but it never is. Right. And the, the reason why she might have been acting, you know, what my, people might think is a little crazy it's reactive abuse especially um it's especially prevalent in people who are victims of emotional and narcissistic abuse not so much physical abuse um they and and the reason that reactive abuse can be dangerous to a victim is that the narcissist and the gaslighter they use this at the abuser uses this as a tool mm -hmm. and against them and they say well, look how crazy she is. Look how Absolutely. she's acting right now. Mm -hmm. And then it and then it ends up in this vicious cycle where 
um, the victim ends up, you know, being this crazy person who, and the cops who just don't take her seriously. They may even laugh at her, and right. um, and and they can never get out of the situation. And I feel like that's what was happening. Um, Agreed. She was hysterical, and they're yeah. they're kind of. I remember one statement the officer said: "There's no reason to cry. Why are you crying?" And, right. that, and she's like, "If you of, only knew." Yeah, it it kind of made me. I don't know. Something kind of went stone inside of me thinking why would you tell anybody that whether they're right. a victim of abuse or not if someone's crying it's it's a it's a human emotion a response mm-hmm. a response to something yeah you should not ever um when, you never when your baby somebody. cries you just yeah. walk away or you, you yeah. respond you know? absolutely so so um you know i, I think I think it's also a really good teaching tool for people to recognize this in their own family members mm-hmm. that might be in abusive relationships. Um, when they start to withdraw, when they start to, mm-hmm. you know, maybe acting like not themselves, it's it's a good time, you know, speak to your your daughters, your sons even. I mean, it happens both right. ways. Absolutely. Um, I mean, they're, I'm not just saying this happens to only women, it happens to men too. Exactly. As, yeah. a, as a lawyer, would you agree that... Uh, Police departments need more domestic violence training. Absolutely, background and, in and psychology. I, uh-huh. And I'm yes. and I'm yeah. saying this as a daughter of a police officer, mm-hmm. as of a homicide detective, even. Wow. And um and it's actually something that he even used to say to me was that I wish we had more training on understanding more signs of abuse mm-hmm. when you can't see it physically. Right, and you know I'm I'm not one to say oh my god I'm going to shame these police officers. My belief right. is they did the best that they could with, with the, the knowledge that they knew. Absolutely. They did at the very least separate them because they recognized mm-hmm. something was wrong. But had they had more knowledge of domestic violence, that she may be alive today. I'm not blaming them in any no. way. I don't believe they did they possessed the ability the, the knowledge to know something was really yeah, wrong. Yeah, and when and I think um, the country like everybody, you know, unless you are really well versed in what domestic violence looks like it's it's not just bruises on a body it's not mm-hmm. it's um emotional abuse is really traumatizing to a victim and Absolutely. um and there are there are signs that you can you can tell when somebody's being abused that way it's financial abuse mm-hmm. it's not all just bruises no, and physical not. injury most most cases these days are what you call uh, verbal abuse yes it's mental abuse mm-hmm. i mean if someone walked around punching you in your face everybody right. would know everybody would jump but people in. think that's what domestic violence is and but there's so much it's so, so much, much deeper more. than that yeah. yeah it's the damage you do not see even financially i mean there's men that with women you know they they don't let them have access to bank accounts or right, money or right. you know it's, it's the same thing that is domestic violence agreed so i mean everybody's hearing us but we, we keep uh, you know how me and eddie do <laughs> we just talk over everybody so sue what are your thoughts about these trolls uh particularly what's his name uh jonathan lee riches yeah a 44 year old from uh philadelphia pennsylvania yeah um he uh He's a convicted fraudster, basically. He's the one who got in the fight with the neighbor right. uh, outside the laundry right. house. Um, and uh, he's filed over 2,600 lawsuits in federal district courts across the country yep. since 2006. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, some of which, mm-hmm. I mean, have gotten considerable press attention. There's been, um, you know, there was one against the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um, one against... Uh, President Bush, oh, okay. wow. W. Yeah, um, yeah. That Janet Reno, Martha Stewart, mm-hmm. uh, Falcons quarterback Michael Vick. Oh, jeez. 
Too much um, time on my hands. Yeah, this guy puts himself in front of a lot of cases. Narcissist and much? Just becomes very much a nuisance. And then, like, for this particular case, he was on. He was trespassing on one of the neighbor's lawns. Mm-hmm. The neighbor, of course, tensions, it's, it's high out there. The neighbor shoves him off or something like that. They get into this verbal altercation, and he calls the police and has the neighbor arrested. And did you, and I'm, I'm, like, I haven't looked, and I don't know how he's not been declared a vexatious litigant yet. I don't know. I um, don't know. But um, in... Uh, Legal was, talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was even a time um, is, yeah. he attempted to intervene as a plaintiff in the Madoff investment scandal, mm-hmm. wow. um, claiming that, that yeah. he met Madoff on eHarmony. Yeah, I read that. I was like, <laughs> this guy's mental. He's a mental <laughs> Like, mental I can't. Case. I know. I can't yeah. with this guy. He's uh, really, really ill. He, and, he's um, not, He, yeah, you can't he, take him with a grain of yeah, salt. Yeah, I think pretty <laughs> much everyone's seen that You're video sick. of the verbal yeah. fight and... Um, He's taunting that neighbor. You know, anybody with half a brain cell would know that this poor neighborhood has been just annihilated right now. I mean, you can't even get in and out to go to work without reporters and FBI and police, right? So imagine these idiots on your lawn that you you try to keep nice and clean. I can't imagine. You yell at him and he gets you arrested for verbally. He did shove him, but I mean, I guess I would have let it go. Poor baby, I mean, you were trespassing. Call the ambulance. Right. You're a cry wolf all the time. 2,600 times of lawsuits while you were a cry wolf. But uh, yeah, I um, no. Agree. I mean, he's been indicted by a federal grand jury. Mm-hmm. This guy yeah. is is he, he's a fraud. Uh, no understanding of how people like that are still running around freely. <laughs> what? Where's the straight jacket? Somebody like, come here, I got a pretty jacket for you. I mean, <laughs> right, right. Seriously, I mean, yes, everybody has their day in court, and you can file anything you want. But he's had his many days in court. Yeah, right. <laughs> but how? I mean. How does that, how does um, that keep going? You all, know? Uh, there's been so many of his um, lawsuits that have been dismissed as uh, frivolous well, yeah. and malicious. Right, right. but you on would failure think that to state at a claim. he would be held, you know. Like, well, he doesn't yeah. even say it. They're all for failure to state a claim. Right, like, because none of them, there is no well, claim, actually. Right. Well, it's like his two minutes the of fame or something. Money. Yeah. yeah, well, what the shame is, everybody always worries about, you know, they always got something smart-ass to say about the courts aren't doing their job. Well, they're busy with fucking idiots like this. Right, yes. they're all tied up with stupid asses like this. So. Oh, they're and, and I mean, this is just one of, I can't even tell you... There's there's a very famous vexation, not famous in California, but uh, right. famous vexatious litigant um, from the Folsom area that has wasted I think lots I know of our time. Yeah, I've, I've read yeah. about some. Yeah. Um, explain to the listeners what your legal term oh, is. I know what it means, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> so a vexatious litigant is basically somebody who brings a number of lawsuits that are baseless. Right. Um, and they basically, they waste the court's time, they, they waste the um, defendant's time and money. Um, they their lawsuits get dismissed because they, they basically they're baseless right and um and they and they have no merit there is so so many of them all across the country mm-hmm. daily it's yeah. just insane well, how do they afford to live when they're playing because courthouse all the time because not all of their lawsuits money? get dismissed and they live off of the so settlement so what at people least do one. yeah what people do a lot of times is the defendants will go i will give you five thousand dollars to go away mm-hmm. and he was like okay and then that's how they live do you get five thousand every couple months right? and you're living off Absolutely. of someone else or you're living in a box somewhere okay i'm sold where go. do i sign up <laughs> <laughs> no 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 uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no no um no we i know you don't know a whole lot about the other one uh that um, Molly Golightly. Molly Golightly is her yeah. YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. We don't even want to her get started name, on that. Uh, her name is Marissa. Hot, Hot mess. Express. I don't even, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even want to. 
I don't even remember her last name, and I don't know that it, it's even uh, worth my time to remember her last name, but it's Marissa something. And yeah. um, just to mention, both of these people that throw themselves in front of these cases have been brought up on federal charges in the yes. past. Him, he was brought up on, what, uh, what was what was it? Uh, oh, I don't remember. She is embezzlement. Oh. Embezzlement. Um, so both having had federal charges brought against them, it's, uh, he was, yeah, he, um, he was in, he was, uh, incarcerated yeah. actually. She was too. Yeah. Um, was it mail fraud? I can't remember. Oh no, wire fraud. Yeah, it was okay, wire okay. fraud for him. Kind of the same thing. Something like that. But basically, I, I guess my thought is if I were. Oh, here it is. Oh. He was, uh, indicted in 2018 by a grand jury in Arizona for making false statements and other frauds after an attempt to file a lawsuit against Gabby Giffords while posing as Jared Lee Loeffner. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's, he's got, he's got a, a dictionary worth of mm -hmm. issues in his past, but um, she most recently was it just this week, uh, her name, Marissa, whatever, YouTube channel, Molly Golightly. I swear to God, she looks like she's high or drunk or something. I'm not sure. Probably she is. Decides, she looks like she's coming yeah. off a bender. In her I don't know. She goes... But at the same time, acting like a fucking tweaker. Yeah, so she she flies from Pennsylvania to Florida. Because we can all just drop yeah, everything and fly I, from yeah, Pennsylvania yeah, to absolutely. Florida. Right? Oh, what is it? These people from Pennsylvania, are they I all off the rock and rock? I mean, like, also Florida. Like Florida. Florida. It's in the water yeah. anyway. Hey, Pennsylvania meet Florida. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one guy came from Philadelphia. That's she came right, from Pennsylvania. Right. Jared Lee, uh, what is wrong with the, uh, the education system that they're, they're breeding these know. fucking idiots? Something in, in the water. Anyway, so she flies from Pennsylvania to Florida. She goes to the laundry house. She looks... She, she can't... It's so weird. It's almost as if she can't put a full statement together. She's just something. Oh, wrong. but the laundry basket. Yeah. So oh, she goes. She's all to, over the place. She's there first, and then she she's out. I guess in this town, a friend calls her and says you should get a laundry basket <laughs> full of laundry soap and put it in front of their house for their dirty laundry. She doesn't. She I mean, are we five? <laughs> I know. And, uh, and what the problem is, they Jackie post this on YouTube with ten thousand plus viewers because everybody loves to see a hot mess. True. Stop that. Stop looking at the train wrecks. You're giving people popularity. Look at us. We're positive. <laughs> Pay attention to us. No, <laughs> no, but it's true. Uh, those people that are train wrecks like that, they have millions of followers. It's it's bizarre, um, and I, you can only think about how many of those are impressionable yeah. followers and how many Click people think, and they're like, oh, how, how can I, I can do this now? That yeah, that that right. behavior is okay. And now yeah. we have a world full of what, what, what do we call them? Crazies. Meet me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. A bunch of those. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stop making stupid people famous. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. Human clickbait. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I feel like I'm not in any way defending the laundry family. Clearly like we've, we've all talked Obviously, he, he did something to her. He yeah. killed her. He hurt her. Who knows? Maybe he left her to die. We don't know what happened there, but we know something happened. Uh, at the end of the day, this family should probably be speaking out. They should probably be right. assisting more. But it is not... Um, it's not in anybody's best interest to antagonize them, stand in front of their house and scream at That's them. That's not going to make them speak No, it's not going to bring Gabby back. It's not going to bring her family peace. Mm -hmm. And it's not going to make them speak. If mm -hmm. anything, they're holing up in their house even more. Right. And they're going to stay silent because Childish now they're terrified. Mm -hmm. So I know I know that I, if it were me, I would be scared to death to say a right. word. I, 
I mean, as a mother of two boys, right? Uh, if my boys ever did anything, which they, like which I raised them better than that, we'd be like getting in the car and we're going to the police station. Yeah, we're going to jail, buddy. They are good boys. They're the best boys. Right, but um. I, I don't understand why we would antagonize that family. Yeah. They're in their own way. They're suffering as well. They are. And it, it sucks. Um, it's the, it's not going to help things. Both families, no matter what, are going to lose their children. Yes. One has already lost theirs and mm -hmm. the other one's on their way out. And no matter how this ends, whether Brian is brought into custody alive or he's dead, that family lost out. Yep. It's done. It's over, no matter which way it goes. So I think us, as can we just have human decency? Like, exactly. stop antagonizing. I mean, Let the, the police do their job. Exactly. Some of the distasteful memes that I've seen, and it's like, how dare they? Oh, right. yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Imagine if what it would be like if it was your kid, either right. either way. Mm, it doesn't make any sense why people are so mean. Why do you have right. to be... You're angry, you're, you're feeling passionate about this poor girl who lost her life, but... That doesn't mean go egg their house, scream at them from the street. Well, from what we see on social media, it's little people who feel small and they want to open their mouth mm -hmm. and make themselves feel more important. Absolutely. And yeah. that's, that's childish as AF. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what are your thoughts about Dog the Bounty Hunter? Jumping in. Oh, uh, go dog, go. Right? Yeah, okay. and like yeah. I said uh, before when we were talking, I said, yeah. you know, if, if he finds Brian first, I'd never pay in taxes again. <laughs> I don't know if we can get away with that, but I'm with no, you I there. Know. With you there. Um, yeah. yeah no, um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what happens with this because um, I, he knows what he's doing. That's right. You know, like I've said, he, he'll rough you up, put yep. you in cuffs, give you a bottle <laughs> take you of water, to Taco Bell on the way. Yeah, then he'll bless you on your way to jail. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, I know a lot of people are like we talked about. He's trying to get you know celebrity or uh, popularity, but I don't know that that's even wh what's the point. Everybody, yeah. Dog the Bounty Hunter is a household name. Yeah. What more? popularity does he need what more right. fame does he and need? i and i've been watching his daughter's twitter mm -hmm. feed um religiously right, just yeah. like come on baby get him right <laughs> you know i mean and i think they're closer i mean yeah um, we'll yeah. see what happens there um and i and um and i had mentioned him earlier i somebody had mentioned that they think that uh brian is mm -hmm active on his Instagram because he had he was following 39 people and now it's only 37 so yeah. I'm interested to see I mean it could be people that could were like taking him off, him off. Yeah. it could be but I'm also interested to see how that's going yeah. because you would think that if there were people booting him off mm -hmm. it would be more than right. two yeah so mm -hmm. I'm just I wonder Interesting. yeah one of the things and I don't know if you're familiar with the books but the two books that a lot of I mean it could be a conspiracy oh. theory but there's the I think it's a Kerouac book Lullaby yeah, it was that one of the books he was reading. One of them that right? he was reading. The other one was Annihilation. Both of them talk about um, obviously lullaby. In some part of the summary of it, it talks about um, people going on a similar type of trip, a couple, and that mm -hmm. you know, um, ending ending somewhere where he murders people. So that's I a, a now, weird coincidence for sure. Yeah, and, and I mean, the only reason my mind went there is in one of our uh, last season, our episode of John Lennon, what we know about John Lennon's murderer was that he was reading The Catcher in the Rye right. and was very interested in becoming that character and mm -hmm. felt like he was that character. So, yeah, yeah, that which I mean, some sometimes people can really get into their books. I know when I'm reading books, I, I don't 
immerse myself in right. becoming a character but I do at times have to stop myself and go wait this isn't real life right. like I, I um, do I get really immersed in my books someone's suffering mental illness or, right um, I know the creative director William hello are you here he's, he's asleep in the corner where am I <laughs> talking about that did you, you work today William <laughs> no I know right wakey wakey you were talking about um, somebody who was on TikTok but he was talking about how he was schizophrenic or something and oh I seen a TikTok the other day um, they showed footage as the green screen in the background of when he was standing by the van, the police were interviewing him during that pullover situation. And um, this guy was, you know, you just hear his voice blurting in the background. He's like, I know this guy. I've known him for years. And it takes a someone with a personality disorder to see another person with a personality Meaning he disorder. he didn't actually know the person. He right. recognized that he recognized person. Or he, he maybe he has met him a few times. He's from the same town. Or who but knows. this person... Recognizes the signs because this guy is the way he's like got a smile on his face. He's acting all calm and mm-hmm. collective. Now, if like four police officers and two sheriffs pulled you over, that's a little excessive for you swerving. Wouldn't you be nervous a little bit? He I'd was way too calm, especially, especially when they're talking about your girlfriend's in the other patrol car mm-hmm. crying and you got scratches. It's a domestic situation one way or the other, and you are way too calm. Yeah. That's a narcissist. With the little giggling and this and that. It's like you have a way in in, in the heat of the moment when you're supposed to be shitting your pants. You're Mm -hmm. not. You're way too calm and everything's a joke to you. He was even laughing too. Yes. Um, Oh, that's a a typical narcissist. Definitely narcissist. But um, I guess we're all not psychologists here. But could there there could actually be like you know some kind of multiple personality disorder something who knows some kind of he's definitely got a personality yeah there's something wrong there so um in a situation where he's laughing and joking and you know well that and that's a lot of times what they do with their to make their victims and and like empower themselves and then make their victims look crazy Right. right um Back to the dog. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I uh, I don't know. I have high hopes. I just I, I have this strong feeling that he's gonna find him first. Yeah, but same. I hope I'm, so. And in, in some ways, I hope so because yeah. I don't know what law enforcement will do. Hopefully, be passive and and you remember this guy. Yeah, he murdered his girlfriend, possibly others. We don't know, but he's still a human being. And whatever's gone on wrong with him. We need to have some kind of compassion when right. they actually bring him in. The, so. sis- the system needs to work the way it's supposed to work. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree. But we know from experience that doesn't always happen. So exactly. hopefully dog gets in. True. Yes, true. Oh. Yeah. Well, Sue, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you for having me. It's amazing to have you here. Now, these dates kind of fall in line with some other murders that occurred in the area. We are not saying here at Unexplained Realms that the two cases are related. That's not the goal here. But this is just an open discussion with crew um, and for you all to speculate and listen as well. But Crystal Turner, 38, and Kylan Schultz, 24, were last seen on August 13th at Woody's Tavern on Main Street in Moab. They were found shot to death in the South Mesa area of the LaSalle Loop Road five days later. Kylan Schultz worked nearby at a co-op grocery store called Moonflower, the organic herb-scented bodega where Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie got into their emotional argument that prompted police response on August 12th. Could there be some correlation in there between the two cases? Possibly. I mean, one of these women that were murdered literally worked in the place that 
Gabby and Brian got into some kind of altercation. It is a pretty strong coincidence. But again, what we also know is that the two women were lesbian and this this location, this area may not be the most desirable for that. Um, Could have been a lot of other issues, maybe uh, just haters in the area. Who knows? Um, We can only speculate. mm -hmm. We are in no way saying the two cases are, you know, connected. Authorities have yet to say that the two cases are connected, um, but they are not ruling anything out at this point. Uh, Moving on to August 17th through the 23rd, Brian flies back to Florida to assist in moving items out of a storage unit. During his absence, Gabby stays in a hotel, Fairfield Inn and Suites in Salt Lake City, Utah. August 19th, the blog Van Life is uploaded. August 21st, Gabby, her dad, orders pizza from Uber Eats for her to be sent to her hotel room after a FaceTime phone call with her. August 24th, Brian is back and the two check out of that hotel. On August 25th, they are at the Monarch in Ogden, Utah, and this is where the photo of Gabby holding a little pumpkin is taken. This is also the last time Gabby's mother would speak to her. They had a FaceTime call at this time, and Gabby tells her mother that they had arrived in Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming. August 26th, there are likes from Gabby's Instagram to two of her friends' posts. On this same day, a woman named Jessica Schultz now recalls passing the couple's transit van, but only saw Brian in the driver's seat. This took place in the Spread Creek Dispersed Campground in the Teton National Forest in Wyoming. August 26th to 27th, there are multiple sightings of Brian and Gabby at the showers and Wi-Fi deck, as well as one witness stating that she saw Brian the night of the 26th at Bullwinkle Saloon and Eatery. He was at the bar around 10 p.m. I, I don't feel responsible saying that this is fact i mean i'm not i'm not denying this witness's account um but also recall that they stated that they don't drink so could he have been just sitting at the bar mulling things over maybe they were fighting a lot i I don't know but it just kind of seems odd that somebody spotted him at a bar i mean especially since they they both indicated they didn't drink on august 27th another eyewitness saw gabby using her phone at the wi-fi deck at the campground It's said that on this day, Gabby told a friend via Snapchat that she was headed to Yellowstone. Within this same day, the couple are spotted at Mary Piglet's Tex-Mex restaurant, and Brian was witnessed by many having a heated argument with the waitstaff. Gabby's mother receives a text on this day asking, Can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. Many think this is referring to Gabby's grandfather named Stan, though he had not contacted her. Later in the day, Jessica Schultz states she sees the van again, but it's just on the side of the road. And then YouTubers, Red, White, and Bethune, actually capture footage of the van in the location where Gabby's body was later found, though it was a few football fields away from where the van was that day. August 29th, Gabby was to meet a friend at Yellowstone, but never arrived. And the witness, Jessica Schultz, claims the van was moved on this day by 11 a.m. 
Also on the 29th, a woman named Miranda Baker gives Brian a ride as he is hitchhiking. They would be going north of the crime scene towards Coulter Bay, where there are showers. He dropped Brian off in the parking lot. That day, another woman, Norma Jean Jalovic, gives Brian a ride after leaving a Catholic mass. She picked him up at the Pacific Creek Landing and dropped him at the Spread Creek Dispersed Campground. August 30th, the last text message to go to Gabby's mom states, No service in Yosemite. August 30th to September 1st, Brian uses Gabby's bank card. We now know he did this after she was dead, which creates a warrant for grand theft as he spent about $1,000. September 1st, Brian arrives home to Florida with the van, but without Gabby. His license plate was captured on camera around 10.26 a.m. that morning as he entered North Point city limits. On this same day, Gabby's phone is powered off. Could have died, we're not sure. September 10th, Gabby's mother reaches out to Brian and his mother and they do not respond. September 11th, Gabby is finally reported missing. Prior to the September 11th date, um, I believe it was between September 1st, 6th, not real positive, Brian and his family go on a camping trip. The police impound Gabby's van on September 11th and Brian retains a lawyer. September 14th, Brian tells his parents he's going on a hike in the Carlton Reserve and never comes back. His parents find his Mustang at the Carlton Reserve and take the vehicle home. September 19th, Gabby's remains are found in Teton County, Wyoming at Spread Creek Camping Area, which is very uh, interesting because remember when he was hitchhiking, he was actually dropped off at that location. Um, He kept going back to that location. So um, on the same day, September 19th, Brian's sister Cassie gives an interview on ABC News stating that she and her family wanted Gabby to be found safely and hoped this was all just a big misunderstanding. After Gabby was found, Casey gave another statement expressing her condolences. She is the only member of the Laundry family to speak to the media. She states she has not spoken to Brian. September 22nd, Gabby's death is ruled a homicide. Water search teams began looking for Brian Laundry, and the Mustang is released back to the family. By September 23rd, Laundry's parents are seen coming out of their home and leave with a cop car behind them. September 24th, Laundrie's parents state he did not take his wallet or phone. And by September 25th, Dog the Bounty Hunter visits Laundrie's home and knocks on the door. He joins in for the search for Brian Laundrie. September 27th through 28th, Dog the Bounty Hunter feels he's got a hard lead on Brian. October 1st, Authorities determine Brian's sister, Casey, visited the camping sites that her her parents and Brian visited from September 1st through 6th, somewhere in that time frame. And that brings us to today, which is October 2nd, 2021. I don't know. um, It's a terrible situation. Uh, What do you think, Mr. V? I just think it's really sad. And being a parent myself, as are you, um... I think it's just really sad that somebody lost a, a child, a 
sister, whatever. And um, I just hope this case is resolved soon so they can begin, you know, closure and move Mm -hmm. on with their lives, you know, best as they can. I think all of us here are are parents of of boys. At least, you know, we at least have one son or or more. I mean, I know Sue has some sons. Um, It just feels like, yeah, you would want to do anything to protect your child, but at what cost? I mean... Where's the the moral background here where, you know, you got to do the right thing. I mean, you can't break the law just to protect your kid. That's for sure. No, no. And maybe maybe they are in the dark. I mean, we really don't know. Um, Maybe they're confused. They don't know what to do. Maybe he didn't tell them anything. Maybe he told them, oh, she went back home to her parents. Who knows? You know, Um, there's there's always more to the story. I mean, I think what what everybody is doing is spectating. And that's and, and what, uh, speculating. That's you know? what the internet does best, right? Um, but I, I don't think it's the internet. The internet is is amazing. It's a wonderful thing for us. It's information, except for the trolls, <laughs> right? But the problem is, we as humans, we we put our own emotions into other other things that we have no business. Um, we should just be standing back, watching diligently. If, if you're, if your Let thing the professionals is do their right, jobs. if your thing is to pray, then pray. If your thing is to meditate on it, do that. Um, but, but don't. I mean, antagonizing the laundry family. You know, as angry as you are about this, this poor girl who lost her life. It's, it's just not. Um, it's not your child, so stay in your own lane. True, but I feel like why antagonize this family? You know. Um, it's like going to the zoo and antagonizing the monkey. I mean, yeah, don't poke the bear. Right. Um, I don't think these people will react in any way, but I can't imagine what they're they're going through. Not that they deserve any sympathy. I mean, they re- they really should be more actively involved. But again, we don't know that they're not. We don't know that they're not daily talking to the FBI. We don't know that the FBI is not telling us. Um, I, I guess that's a curious statement. Is, is in itself. The FBI is not saying that the Laundry family is not um, cooperating. Clearly, they are to a degree because the FBI has been in and out of their home. So they must be cooperating. What they are not cooperating with is the media. And well, that's their right. You can't you can't mess with an inv- uh, an active investigation by... Right. You know, and we've maybe, seen too many cases mm-hmm. th- where, where uh, law enforcement screwed up by giving the media too much mm-hmm. and that skews the um that skews the rights of the alleged defendant right in, a, in the other direction and maybe maybe the law enforcement has expressed this to the laundry family please don't say anything don't speak to the media um let's keep this all quiet and it's a possibility no one's gonna come out in the media no one's gonna come to the media and say hey we told the laundry family not to speak no one's gonna say that um authorities aren't gonna speak so i think we're just speculating people are just being trolls and speculating not defending that family, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, well, to, the, to all the tr- internet trolls and, and the protesters and everybody who wants to put their two cents in, they need to keep in mind, if you're not um, productive in the investigation, you're counterproductive. So stay out mm-hmm, of the way. Mm-hmm. Mind your own business. Sit back exactly. and watch. Mm-hmm. And we'll all get the answers that we need in the end. Yeah. I think in, in some ways, I think that's what Gabby would have wanted. I don't think she would have wanted to see this three-ring circus around the situation you know yeah any anything further mr v i think uh, a lot of good things have been said our 
guests have been very articulate and added value to this discussion and uh, I hope our viewers um, can walk away from listening to it mm -hmm. with you know something yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to remind our listeners and our followers to always be kind to one another on our message boards websites comments on Facebook please don't fight with each other just spread love and good vibes always and remember we need a lot more human decency mm -hmm. in the world it seems to be lacking these days if you do decide to be a hater I will delete you <laughs> bye <laughs> just saying uh, anyway um, season two coming soon stay tuned for that and uh, I think that's a wrap yeah we'll see you again soon If you're new, you can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsors' links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com. With a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. Support for this podcast comes from Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.